the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us in recent weeks, you know that we have been speaking about a feast called Shavuot. And in Greek, that word is Pentecost, which occurs 50 days after Passover. And in Peter's Pentecost message, when 120 Jewish believers were gathered together, they were all filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit. They even began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them uh, utterance. This is what was spoken, Peter said, by the prophet Joel in chapter 2. So over this week, and possibly for a more extended time, we'll be sharing how vital it is to be filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit. As believers in the Lord, we are in a constant battle between living in our flesh or living in the Holy Spirit. For example, in Romans 8.2, the Word of God says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Then I'd like to read from Romans 8, beginning at verse 6 to 11, and I'm sure that you can relate to this as a believer. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the, because the mind, I'm sorry, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not of his. These are powerful words, Junie. They are, Shelley, because when you're born again, uh, Jesus promised to send the Spirit of truth. And the Spirit of truth then lives in every believer. And our walk of faith 
we need to learn how to yield our will to the will of God. And we're promised to have the mind of Christ and to ask the Lord to lead us and guide us in his spirit. Thank you, Lord. Because our flesh, our mind, and our feelings oppose the spirit of God. That's true. Uh, One more verse from Romans 8, which is verse 14. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So at the very outset, we must understand that the Holy Spirit is not an it or merely a power. The Holy Spirit is a manifestation of God. In fact, many times when God speaks in the Old Testament, when referred to in the New, it speaks of the Holy Spirit speaking. For example... Isaiah 6, verses 8 to 9 says this, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, Lord, send me. And he, God said, Go and tell this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. So it was clearly the Lord speaking to Isaiah. Yet in Acts chapter 28, verse 25, Peter referring to this very verse says, The Holy Spirit spoke rightly through Isaiah the prophet. So the Holy Spirit and God are one and the same. Yes, it's his very essence, Shelley. Yes. As we see in the first verse of the Torah, where it says, The Spirit of God hovered over the the waters, and God said, Let there be light. The earth was filled with form and void. God was in the beginning. So we see that the Spirit of God is his very essence. Yes, Lord. And throughout the Old Testament, we see that the Holy Spirit came down upon certain individuals. For example, in Judges 3.10, we see that Othniel was the first judge in Israel and we read that this in verse 10 that the spirit of the lord came upon him and he judged israel we read that the spirit of the lord came upon jephthah in judges 11:29 as well as on samson in judges 14:6 we read in exodus 31 verses 1 to 3 that bezalel was filled with the holy spirit of god in wisdom understanding and knowledge and in all kinds of craftsmanship the spirit of god came upon balaam in numbers 24 verse 2 when we, David cried out in Psalm 143, verse 10, Let thy good spirit lead me on level ground. And of course, you're probably familiar with what David said in Psalm 51, verse 11. Do not cast me away from thy presence, and take not thy spirit from me. So we usually uh, relate the Holy Spirit only in the New Testament, Junie, but we see it has foundations in the Old Testament among selected persons, usually to complete a certain task. We read in a number of scriptures in the New Testament that speak about the Spirit in the Old Testament. For example, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, For no prophecy ever came by the will of man, but men spoke from God, being moved by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit was very much in the Old Testament, not to the extent that was in the New, because we're going to read about the outpouring of that Holy Spirit. One more verse, Matthew 22, verse 43. 
Jesus, referring to Psalm 110, said David, in the spirit, called him Lord. So again, the spirit was mightily at work, even though you might say behind the scenes. And the Holy Spirit were, were existed and filled men like Joseph. Yes. And Daniel. Joshua. Joshua, yeah. exactly. And it's interesting because Joshua and Caleb were sent by uh, Moses with 10 other spies to see uh, what the land was like. And the Lord had already spoken to go in and possess the land. And Joshua and Caleb were the only ones of the 12 spies that came back with what was called in the scriptures a good report because they said, we can take the land. And the men who came back with an evil report were in another spirit. It says that Joshua and Caleb were in another spirit. That was the Holy Spirit. So it's amazing, Shelley, because before Jesus walked the earth, before he became a curse for us, before he became uh, resurrected and sent the spirit of truth to those who followed him and loved him, there were men and women in the Old Testament who were baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, very important. Um, Let's start by thinking about why is the Holy Spirit so important? And I think one of the greatest reasons why it's important, Junie, is when we examine the, the effect of the Holy Spirit on the life of Jesus himself. Remember, he was a son of God, but he also came as a son of man. So Jesus was moved by the Spirit in mighty ways. For example, actually, when you look at it, the Holy Spirit affected Jesus even before he was born. When we look at Luke chapter 1, verse 35, the angel Gabriel announced to Mary that the son to be born to you would be conceived of the Holy Spirit. This is the Immaculate Conception. The Holy Spirit was was the source of conception of Jesus in the womb of Mary. Yes, Gabriel said that the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. That's right. And the child that shall be born will be called the Son of God. It's really amazing. So if Jesus was conceived by the Spirit, and as we'll see, was led by the Spirit, That was a pattern for our lives today as believers in him. When we look at Luke chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit and was led by the Spirit. We see that uh, the men mentioned in the Old Covenant were filled with the Spirit for a particular task, but Jesus was filled with the Spirit for his entire walk on the earth, and he was constantly led by the Spirit. All right, let's look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 28. He cast out demons by the Spirit of God. I know a lot of people are are very fearful of um, the ministry of deliverance, but Jesus delivered people. He delivered the demons out of these people by the Spirit of God. 
Romans 8:11. Very important. Jesus was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the word says, dwells in us. So there's such a vital link, Junie, the, uh, and the necessity that if the spirit led Jesus, how much more should he lead us? Let's go to another verse, Hebrews 9, verse 14. He offered himself on the cross by the Holy Spirit. That was not a natural thing. That was the leading of the Holy Spirit. All right, and finally, let's look at Acts chapter 10, verse 38. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. That's very significant, Junie. The power that was in Jesus was the Holy Spirit, the same power that leads us if we're willing to submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit. So again, we're going to show reasons, many more reasons why we should be led and be baptized in the Holy Spirit. But I think the classic example, Junie, is Jesus, when he came to earth, lived by through the power of the Holy Spirit, which is available to every believer walking the earth today. And it's good to remember, Shelley, that when Mary was barely pregnant with Jesus, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who was also pregnant. And when she greeted her, it says the baby in Elizabeth's womb leapt, which was John the Baptist, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that amazing? So, Lord, we do pray that we really open our minds and hearts to your word, Lord, and that you would speak to us through the power of your Holy Spirit and open our eyes and teach us what is important in our life with you and our walk with you. We pray this for every listener, for Shelley and me, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.